Welcome back, everybody, to Pick and Roll. We are here for another episode on the Board NBA YouTube channel and the Board NBA Twitter account, part of the Hammer Betting Network. Uh, be sure to subscribe if you enjoy the content, and uh, make sure you have dropped a like to help us get on some more recommended pages. Going to go with a different flow for today's episode. Uh, sometimes you find a really good line that can move very quickly off that line. So there's two official plays today. We're going to open with one right now. So if you're early, you're lucky. And we're going to finish with one as well. So two picks today. And uh, Pips, let's just fire away this first pick so people can still get this line. It is a say, sorry, it is a straight play on Shea Gilgis Alexander. So we are betting Shea Gilgis Alexander or 28 and a half points, which is minus 115 at BetMGM. So this one is moving heavily. I looked into it like five hours ago and it was like minus 110 at DraftKings at FanDuel. And people started betting it early, and we are as we are waiting to our standard time of the show. Picks we usually lose some good lines, but this one is still available at BetMGM, which is a, a, a huge bookmaker, and I think a lot of you guys can get on this one. I will play this also at twenty nine and a half, but for a, for half a unit should do the work. And yeah, Shay, so many great things to talk about. Shay, I, I can tell, I, I think I could have like the entire stream just talking <laughs> about Shay. Uh, obviously, a great matchup for him. Boston Celtics are playing a uh, single coverage, they are playing single coverage one through and switching one through four, and they are playing a drop uh, with bigs. And Shay, this season, the biggest improvement was his mid range game. He's the, driving the most in the entire league. He will get to the line. They, they actually played earlier this year. Boston Celtics was on a huge win streak coming into that game. They were playing at home and they still only won by four. It was a, a tight game because Shea scored 37 points. He was just, yeah, he's a great isolation scorer. And when you leave him on an island one-on-one without help, he, he just crushing this line. Uh, he scored 28 or more points in 73% of the games this season. So he scored 28 or more in 24 out of the 33 games. So the only thing about this bet is blowout concern, but uh, Thunders at home are blown out only in one game in the entire season. And that was the last game against the 76ers, where they obviously don't have anyone to guard and beat. Yeah. So their defense was just a complete mess because they're throwing like three guys on him and everyone else had an amazing game. And also that game was when Embiid was camping inside under the rim and Melton was and Taibull were doing crazy good on Shea. So Shea ended up the game with 14 points. So what we see from this is Shea isn't having a huge scoring game they are getting blown out. So I think this is a great spot for Shea to just like, okay, I need to be more aggressive to give my team a chance. Shea is obviously someone that usually performs way better in the second half because he starts the game slow, trying to get everyone involved. But he did this, that against the 76ers in the last game. And it was too late when, this, when he started cooking. So I think we can see maybe a bit earlier this, this time. And yeah, Boston Celtics surprisingly lost six out of the last 11. 
two losses were against the Orlando Magic, which I which I think is not a better team than this Oklahoma City Thunder team. Uh, I thought uh, I thought when the Thunder's played away at the Memphis Grizzlies without Shea, I was like, okay, this is blowout. How can this Oklahoma City Thunder team uh, stay in the game? And they won, which is like they are just playing hard. And with the way Boston Celtics struggle late, I think they they could stay in the game. And if they if Shai gets his usual 36, 37 minutes, I think he he, he will clear this line pretty easily. Yeah. Um. So if you're here early, it pays to be early for today. So like I said, if you guys are strolling late, uh, we have the one pick right now. We're going to do the other pick at the end of the show. This was just one that was off market and was really steaming towards 29 and a half. So Pips request we get this out early. And of course, we get you guys the better number there. Shea Gilgis Alexander over 28 and a half points, minus 115 at BetMGM. I'm currently on BetMGM, and that is available to play still. So if you guys are interested, that one is there. But uh, I think you should be interested because let's recap the picks from yesterday. Some of you are asking for a sweep to start the new year. And uh, well, how about a sweep to start the new year? Uh, three plays and three wins from Pips' picks. Uh, let's go to the Bedstamp tracking page here. Uh, Bedstamp.app on your browser. Bedstamp app on your phone. You can shop around lines uh, by using this app as well. But if you go to the Find Better section up in the media picks, you find Pick and Roll 54 and 35 on the season, plus 11.9 units, 11.7% return on investment. Here are the three from yesterday. We'll go chronologically. Uh, this makes it five in a row as well, actually, which is cool to see. Uh, LeBron. And LaMelo, this was a pretty high-scoring game. Uh, LeBron James, at 38 years old, is still doing outrageous acts. Uh, did you catch this game? If so, um, both of them cleared relatively comfortably, I'd say. Yeah, this one, the, this was the easiest bet of the, of the night. Uh, LaMelo Ball was actually stuck the game, poor shooting, foul trouble, and he still ended up getting there and with two extra points. So I would say that that one was pretty pretty easy. I expected a huge game from for, from LeBron. I just didn't know if if they will like throw more bodies on him, but they didn't do anything. They just did the same old Hornets defense, like letting stars cook them. And with that said, like great, great for our for our bet. And then the second one, Luka Doncic. You love betting Luka. You love betting against the Rockets. Uh, I thought yeah. this was going to be one that was like, I remember you said in yesterday's show, I like Luca's points, but just going to take the lower points. because I still think you can hit this assist on the same game parlay. He had five assists, I think, going into the fourth quarter. Ended up with eight, if I'm not mistaken. Cleared this one pretty late. Scoring wasn't a problem. But the assist came a little bit later. And uh, the Rockets, sorry, the, the Mavericks needed all of it to get past the Houston Rocks in a pretty close game. Uh, obviously, you had your eyes on this one. Luca Doncic just continues to light it up for the Mavericks. Yeah, Luca didn't have any help. I mean, I think he usually have like, if he has like 18 potential assists, he will usually end the game with like 11 or 12 or 12 assists. But last night he had 18 a potential assist and only had 8 assists. So that means his teammates were like terrible shooting and had an off night and that's why we we have a pretty tight game and it everything came down to Doluca making shots and some of like Wood and and Hardaway Jr. 
helped in the fourth quarter, and that's that's where you look assist started to going up, and he cleared this I think with two and a half minutes left into the game. So yeah, a bit sweaty, but <laughs> yeah, okay. that's what I said. Yeah, the third one right. was even worse. Yeah, the third one was worse. So Trey Young, uh, this is so I I'm busy guy. I did not stay up to see the conclusion of this bet. But when I went to bed, I was expecting to wake up to this one not winning. Uh, I remember we had uh, you had a bet on Trey Young assists a week or two ago, and that was a game where he just scored everything and didn't get any assists. Well, this was the one where he had the points and he was assisting everything. He had 12 assists, like relatively quick in this game, ended with 14 assists, but it was the points that really came back late. And it was the Atlanta Hawks who actually made this game interesting as I worried it would become a blowout. Trey Young ends was 30 points. Uh, it must have been a big quarter for Trey Young here. Uh, it was a bit of everything. I watched the entire game, like, you know, when the two overtimes. So Trey Young was started the game pretty great. He had two assists and 10 points in the first quarter. So I was like, okay, this is typical Trey Young game. Like, you have 30 and 10 at the end of the game. But then some crazy stuff went. And on the halftime, he had 12 points and 3 assists. Six minutes later, he had 12 points and 12 assists. He assisted on nine, he assisted on nine straight field goal mates from the Hawks in under six minutes. In under, I just I never saw that like in my entire like life of watching NBA. He had like Nine assists in like five minutes of the game, assisted on every <laughs> and didn't attempt a single field goal. And then he had like crazy finishing, like he scored six points in the last minute of the third. He entered the fourth quarter with 18 points. And then he, like, I think he was one from nine in the fourth and uh, overtime combined. Like he couldn't buy a bucket. But the game was close and I expected. They foul him. They put him on the line because they were, they were down, and they have Clay Thompson shooting the lights out. So it was back like they foul Trey. Clay makes a shot. They foul Trey. Trey makes a shot, and Trey Young scored eight free throws late into the uh, regular time and overtime. So he covered this line at the end even with, with some extra. Sometimes the overtime helps if you have an over. Sometimes it doesn't help even under, but yeah. we'll take it. Hey. We wanted a hot start to the year. Matt wanted a hot start to the year. We got it. A nice 3 0 start. And hopefully, with the first play that we mentioned earlier, was uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander the points. We have another one over there. But before we get into our second pick, a uh, bit of discussion piece here. Uh, so, Clay Thompson, 54 points in that game we were just speaking about. That we, you know, that you think that'd be the most impressive stat line of the night, 54 points. Well, how about Donovan Mitchell becomes the seventh player in NBA history to score 70 points? points in an NBA game. Donovan Mitchell had 71 points in a single NBA game last night. And not only did he have 71 points, he shot 22 for 34 from the field. So a very, very efficient 71 points as the Cleveland Cavaliers eventually toppled the Chicago Bulls in double overtime. Um, Pips, I don't know. I was uh, busy with the Raptors game. I'd have my eyes on this one. Uh, did you have your eyes at all on Donovan Mitchell? I saw the highlights, but uh, w- what was the game like if you checked it out? Yeah, yeah I watched the entire game. It, it was the, the best performance I ever saw in my life. Like th- th- that's They were down 20 at some point 
and Donovan Mitchell, I think, had 15 points in the first half, and they were down, like, I think they were down 18 at the half. And then the second half, like, my, the guy scored, like, there's, like, 56, yeah, 56 points in the second half, like, that's, some, and they were down 20, and they won, like, it was all fueled by Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley was out, Darius Garland was out, they were down 20 at the halftime, and then just crazy shot making, crazy high IQ moves. Yeah, I just love Donovan Mitchell, and when he's playing like this, this is just mind-blowing, and I was just amazed by it. I, I, was, I was actually watching the game because I shared uh, later on my Twitter uh, Kevin Love over two and a half threes. So I started to watch game to see how how that goes. So I know what went wrong, but that was also a winner. But yeah, they, they, Donovan Mitchell stole the show, and yeah, they're, they're just unbelievable. And you can't do much when you have guy in the corner and you have Kevin Love setting up. He can pop uh, a block. You have Jared Allen pick and roll block. So Donovan Mitchell coming off of two screens in the corner and shooting like threes, pull up threes from like 10 meters from the from the rim. Like you, you just, you, you can't stop that. That, that. That's like unguardable. Yeah, it was the difficulty of the 71 points was just ridiculous. I, I think I, I would never take away anything from this, but if anybody has the argument that like it took, what was it double overtime or overtime to, for the, for Donovan Mitchell 71 points. I think that's a testament to the difficulty of the 71. If you blow out a team, like the effort dwindles, but the Cavaliers came back and barely won this game. They needed every bit of this 71 points to win this game. I think that's even more impressive. And to be able to do that over such a long period of time where he's getting all these extra minutes and fatigue is selling in and to do it this efficiently and to do it with 11 assists and eight rebounds. So still providing for his teammates, still rebounding. Like he did absolutely everything for the Cavs um and like I'm I'm prepared to say like preseason I was wondering if Donovan Mitchell was a superstar and if he could be a number one option on a playoff team I think he's firmly answering both those questions as an as a resounding yes uh so I will say I uh I was not sold on Donovan Mitchell not this this is not just one game that changes everything but uh it's Definitely a big argument to support that case. I think Donovan Mitchell is, or the Cavaliers have a real superstar on their hands here in Donovan yeah, Mitchell. He was also doing great stuff on defense. Like his defense improved way, way more since his Utah Jazz days. And he's just, yeah, he he will he like he'll score fifty points, and on the other end he'll have a game winning block or something. Like he is amazing this season. Like. Unbelievable stuff. And the thing is, like, he was playing next to Karis Lavert, who was like one from 10 from the field. The teams are just leaving him wide open and double teaming him. And he was like facing six hands in front of his face and shooting threes over them to win the game. Like, unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Cleveland, get your team a small forward. Get this team a small forward. I don't, I'm great. Karis Levert, trade Karis Levert. Find, find some, just some small forward to put with these guys. It is unfair to watch them play with. Like, I don't mean to be over disrespectful, but just like I'm not a Cleveland fan. And in fact, Cleveland being worse helps the Raptors. But 
to see this team have to play with like and no disrespect Lamar Stevens or Isaac Coro or Karis Leverts like, like give these guys the actual small four they need I think eventually they will figure it out in Cleveland and uh, that's going to be a scary team when they do uh would it be considered a bad beat if I needed one steal from Mitchell you play 15? I actually saw a few people on Twitter say something like this um I would just I, I I'd laugh it off because you know he had 71 and did all this, but he didn't get like one steal. I think that's, I don't know that quite a bad beat, but maybe just a, a funny beat. Like how, how did he not manage to get one? Uh, anyway, yeah, with that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Because he had a steal in, I think, 80 to 85% of the games this season. So it's interesting to have like the highest minutes in the entire season and not to get a steal. Yeah, that, that, that's unfortunate, but that's why, that's why you don't bet on steals. You don't you don't bet on steals. Sometimes just we do uh, the steals and blocks plays, but uh, I guess that that's usually for a for a big. Uh, so another yeah, person here. But, but but you 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 can't you you can't uh, create an analyst any analyst and any reasoning behind steals. You can only just look at the numbers, and the bookies sees the numbers. This, so they most of the time they set the line looking at numbers. You they can sometimes miss something but that's rare when it was the purely betting on numbers i'm not betting on numbers purely i'm betting on like deeper understanding of defensive schemes and the matchups and and yeah that's the way to have high success with betting on props very interesting interesting topics there i'm i'm the opposite i'll say i'm not as i'm not as good of a better as that but i bet on numbers so uh interesting way to look at it as well and a bit successful uh want to also take a Bulls fan's perspective on this Mitch performance. He did have 25 free throws in this game, and uh, he suggested the <laughs> refs took over this game. Uh, I didn't watch. Uh, would you say second half the refs took over this game? No, I won't. I don't I never agree with that. He was getting <laughs> fouled, like stupid fouls, and he even missed some calls on him. And yeah, I'm sorry, man, but... I feel sorry for you. You were up 21 and lost, but that was just unbelievable shot making by Tom Mitchell. Yes, he was getting to the line, but he was also getting knocked down and so many drives and he was so aggressive. So nothing surprised to have 25 free throws in 50 minutes of playing time when there is no one else but you scoring and shooting and driving. So let's move into the official picks now. Remember, the first official pick has been given now. I'll go through it again just so everybody has it. Uh, I believe this is still available at BetMGM. We were worried it would move off. Thankfully, it is not. So if you are tuning in now, uh, Shea Gildas-Alexander over 28.5 points at minus 115 BetMGM. Hibbs also mentioned that if you can get a soft 29.5, that would still be something worth playing. But we want to give you the best number possible. And uh, there, the full analysis on that was at the top of the show. Moving into the second and final official pick of the day is a same-game parlay involving the Kings who are visiting the Jazz. Take it away from here. So we are betting on De'Aaron Fox over 22.5 points combined with Mark Allen over 19.5 points, which is a bit pricey, but it will take it minus, minus 125 at the Kings. So this one is pretty interesting. We have... Darren Fox, who scored 22 or more points in nine straight games prior to that difficult game against the Memphis Grizzlies, which are like the third best defense 
And since Jaren Jackson came, they are the number one defense in the entire league. So Dylan Brooks on him and Jaren Jackson and Adams inside. Pretty difficult game from Darren Fox. So he's under there. Was a pretty expected. But prior to that game, he had like so many great games. And you actually were on him in the last game against Utah Jazz in the same game parlay. And I'll just say, the Aaron Fox in the last game against Utah Jazz, they, they played four days ago. He had uh, 24 field goal attempts and scored 24 points. So he covered this line on 24 points and 24 field goal attempts, which is not the usual stuff. But uh, as I said many times, point guards who are good from in range and run driving to the rim are having the highest usage they can have like from the entire season and that was the second highest field goal attempts from the, from their Aaron Fox in that game so I was on point so I'll just say one thing the Aaron Fox when shooting over 21 times a game when taking over 21 field goal attempts scored 36 point scored uh just a moment scored 36 37 32 36, 31. So every time he shots, gets that volume, he's scoring over 30 points. So I think he will get the same amount, same volume. Kevin Quarter is questionable. Malik Monk is questionable. So even maybe even more than the last game. So great spot to take for the Iron Fox. And on the other side, Lowry Markin. We, we were impressed with his start to the season. He was scoring. He was great. But Lowry Markkanen just getting even better, which was like, he was already like, okay, he'll call down, he'll come down, and now he's even better. Over the last couple of games, he's like unbelievable. Yeah, like 38, 32, 29, 36, 29. That's last six games for Lowry Markkanen, scoring 29 plus in six straight games. That's unbelievable. That includes the 36 points against Sacramento Kings, which they played the game uh, four days ago. And he scored 36 points while shooting one from, from seven from three. And the Sacramento Kings are actually one of the best three-point defensive teams in the league. They're staying wide. Uh, pre- 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 uh, great spot-up defense. So Lowry Markkanen goes inside to work. And what he does, he scores 16 uh, he scores 15 field goal for twos. Like he was 15 from 17 for twos inside against the Kings. And yeah, he's just getting inside aggressive. And I think we can see something similar tonight. So he scored 36 points. We need 20 at least, which is, and Sexton is out tonight, which will help his usage. And we have like Darren Fox scoring. 30 plus points whenever he has a high usage. And Malik Monk and Kevin Quarter are questionable. And if one of them is out, he'll again have like 23 or more field goal attempts. And this is a great spot for these two guys. Considering what Larry Markin has come from, being like mostly like used predominantly as more of a spot up guy in his career, especially for Cleveland, he's been consistently around like 45% shooting. The turnaround is unbelievable. He's at almost 24 points per game, shooting 53 from the field, 43 from three. It is just remarkable how he's managed to sustain this. 67% true shooting. 
that's 10% over the league average on these numbers is mind blowing for Lauri Markkanen. Yeah. If you take a look at the at like the pre couple of previous seasons, he was career shooting like 58, 57, 59%, and he's now like all best scoring in his career and the most efficient scoring in career, which is like unbelievable. Yeah, he. I think he should be an All Star this season. It's and that yeah, would be sure. just quite amazing to see the Jazz getting this player out of a deal where he was probably mostly used as a salary filler for Donovan Mitchell. Uh, this trade is working out for both sides. You spoke about Mitchell earlier, of course. But uh, let's but, recap the two. Oh yeah, one more thing. One, one more thing. Lowry <laughs> Marker is still twenty five years old. That's like yeah, he's just getting there. Like he he has like yeah, just 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 amazing. So I always thought he was better than people kind of made him out to be, especially last season. But I, I never would have ever expected anything but, close to this. Like the difficulty of the shots mixed with the true shooting percentage. I don't crazy. know if you follow if you follow European basketball and the Euro Cup and stuff. But if you ever saw him playing with his national team, like Finland. Yeah, yeah. He's like the number, the first scoring option that he will get to 30 points every night almost. Like in more difficult environment playing with European rules. Like yeah. he was always meant to be like that. And that's why he was high on, on the draft and everything. But he ne- he always came to a team where he was like fourth and fifth scoring option. And they will just deploy him in the corner to shoot threes. And that's not his game. And we can see that finally. It's strange because even when he was on Chicago, they like the the Bulls weren't that good, but he was there. But he was never given this sort of opportunity. Cleveland, I mean, they were you know a good team that had good players everywhere. But it, it's still yeah. it's still strange to see. And even with that information from his playing in for Finland, like again, just cannot could not have imagined this. All right, let's go to the wrap up here. Uh, first official pick to recap everything: Shea Gilgis Alexander over twenty and a half points. For minus 115 at Bet MGM that was given out at the top of the show. And the pick that we just went through. Uh, second one is the same game parlay. Kings at the Jazz. De'Aaron Fox over 25 and a half, or 22, excuse me, and a half points. Mixed with Larry Markin over 19 and a half points. That is minus 125 at DraftKings. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the show today. Very happy with that 3-0 start to the day. We thank Pips for uh, coming through with those picks, of course, as usual. Happy new to everybody. Let's see if we can follow it up today for a bit of a smaller slate, but true great plays on the board here. Remember, everybody, to subscribe to the YouTube channel and drop a like if you are enjoying. It really does go a long way to supporting the channel. Let's keep getting the subs on YouTube and help us on the road to, let's get to 500 first of all, but then eventually get to 1,000 over here. Rate and review five stars. We're listening to this in podcast form, and uh, we hope to see you tomorrow for more from Pick and Roll. (laughs) 